And currently we have uh, 29 degrees in Amherst right now, uh, 29 in Appomattox. We have 29 in Lynchburg, a little bit warmer as we head over into uh, Danville. They have reached 30 right now, 31 in Roanoke and Salem. So 29, 31 in that range. That's kind of where we are right now. Okay. Trying to get that uh, law and order more in a permanent um, situation <laughs> that that don't don't. Yeah, like I say, I just need I need some type of little belt that I can just. Yeah, what 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 color do you want the button to be so I can find it easy? Um, uh, we'll just make it purple. Purple. Dark purple. Dark purple. Yeah, that's kind of well. That'd that, be good. Yeah, I think that's the closest. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. It's dark purple. Got doink, it. Doink. Yep, we're good. All right. Let me test it. Yep, it's there. Excellent. <laughs> Everything's fine now. All right. Oh gosh. So let's see. Um, hey, we got to do the Disney story. So I'm going to want you to look that up at some point. Are you talking about the, um, the culture war thing? No, the the the, the streaker one. Oh Lord, <laughs> we got a couple of Disney. Yeah, yeah, we do stories today. Yeah, that was that was definitely a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, apparently, my. yeah, we'll we, we'll yeah, talk we'll about we'll get to that, that one. Uh, evidently, the Disney. Mm -hmm is admitting right that uh, their foray into politics oh yes has definitely hurt their bottom line hurt the portfolio if you're a disney stockholder mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they seem to have admitted that their political and social agenda has hurt the company and shareholders yeah i uh, george washington university law professor jonathan turley said um that they used the 300th birthday of famed economist Adam Smith, whose invisible hand metaphor explained how people could exercise their choice between particular products to put a spotlight on Disney's struggles. Disney appears to acknowledge that Smith's invisible hand is giving the House of Mouse the middle finger. In a new corporate <laughs> disclosure, Disney acknowledges that its controversial agenda is costing the company. He cited a recent Security and Exchange Commission annual report in which Disney acknowledged that we face risk relating to misalignment with public and consumer taste and preferences for entertainment, travel, and consumer products. Hmm. Um, in an implied nod to Smith, the company observes that the success of our businesses depends on our ability to cons consistently create compelling content. Generally, our revenues and profitability are adversely impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available, do not achieve sufficient consumer acceptance. Actually, if you would just shut up yeah. about political stuff, yeah, that's just all you got to do. Do what you're good at. Yeah. I mean... Just be the best mouse you can be. Right. How about that? Let's do that. He noted that Disney and other companies ignore consumer backlash over corporate campaigns and that the company reportedly lost billions mm -hmm. just on four of its recent woke movie flops. Right. But has continued to roll out underperforming movies. Mm-hmm. For shareholders, it seems counterintuitive that corporate executives would trade off profits for political and social agendas. However, it does serve as a rationale for individual corporate executives who professionally advanced when they championed such causes. Uh, it's all about the politics, isn't it? Yeah. They pointed to the Bud Light fiasco. 
Yeah. In which uh, Alyssa Heinerschreid, or whatever her last name is, famously said the brand needed to drop its frat boy reputation. Well, it has. It has. And and weren't they so one well of the top-selling beers at it's the time? The they number were number one. one. Absolutely number one. I don't and know. doing events. Yeah. I mean, number one across the country. Right. When you did, when you did events. And, and, and so they weren't selling enough beer? They had to virtue signal to everybody? They thought they were too big to fail. Right. They they just thought they were so powerful that they were too big to fail, I think. Yeah. And I think that's what Disney thought as well. Hmm. Um, says, you can bring movies to the public, you can't make them sell. Once an unassailable and uniting brand, Disney is now negatively associated with activism by a significant number yeah. of consumers. And I mean, we be we will never we will never have the Disney Channel ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I heard a story earlier today, and it and it ties in it how Disney bought all these companies up like Hanson, you know, oh, yeah. and the Muppets and all that. Right. So, you know, they put them all under their umbrella. So when Disney goes crushing down, they take everything with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they take these other companies that were, you know, bought. In good faith, I'm sure. Right. At the time. Yeah. But, you know, you can't. I mean, just look at your, know your audience, people. You know, exactly. Get it. Well, and and then here's the other thing. Not only do you have this garbage going on. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people, especially people with, you know, with families and and values. Yeah. uh, Say we're not going to give our money to this organization anymore. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden their whole demographics are changing. Right. Um, of and we we call this anytime you when you do events right. when you first start a, an event um, over the lifetime of that event at first you get like the movers and shakers people that want to see something new they want to see what's going on they right. want to figure that out but then after something has been there for a while all of a sudden it's not the cool thing right those people move on to something else right for the newest and latest right and and then you get and, and we saw we saw that with friday cheers mm-hmm. we saw that you know we, we see it with all events right and you're seeing it with disney yeah i mean when disney was at its peak its heyday do you mm-hmm. think for a second that you were going to deal with nastiness in the uh, on the rides and mm-hmm. i mean we did we do that story on the air or do we just talk about it off the air about the book that was written about the people who take care of Disney oh, and, and how bad the bodily fluids and stuff are now that right. people are just feral. Right. And even keeping it clean is, is almost hard. impossible. Right. On top of the fact that you're they're charging you a bajillion dollars oh, to go be exposed to this biohazard. Yes, exactly. On on Magic Mountain. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of magic that there's happens. A, there's a lot. Apparently. Of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I named my daughter Magic (laughs) for the obvious reason. Then we had this story about a streaker at Disneyland. Um, Apparently, the the gentleman Mm -hmm. decided to strip off and take a little dip in the water. I thought it was interesting that uh, he was streaking... At the It's a Small World After All (laughs) ride. (laughs) Oh, sir. So many jokes. (laughs) So little time. (laughs) I mean, if I had been there, that guy would have been putting his pants on so fast. Yeah. Like, 
Is this a thing, sir? <laughs> wow. I mean, I know it's a small world, but come on. I, I How cold is that? Now that water? deserves a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you never think you would. <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> they said that the uh, the employees dealt with it. Okay, twenty-six-year-old man. Mm. Uh, he was under the influence. They're, oh, they're, of course. They're thinking because you get high on Magic Mountain too. Well, you know, it's that sprinkle dust that they give you at the top of the ride. I think he if that was a BYOD. <laughs> <laughs> Bring <laughs> your, your own, own dust. Oh, dust yeah. or dope? Okay, or both? <laughs> Something like that. Oh gosh. So yeah, you got streakers. You got all kinds of stuff going on. I used to be sad that I didn't take my kids to Disney. Mm-hmm. I felt like a little bit of a failure as right. a parent. Because it seemed like everybody was taking their kids to Disney. Yeah. Now I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, imagine having to go now and the cost. Oh, well, it, it was insane. always insane. Crazy. Well, it, it was expensive. always crazy, but it's even more now. It just. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. I just wouldn't spend that kind yeah, of money. Well, I had uh, my fill of Disneyland or Disney World. Well, but World you were and, in Florida, yeah, so I, you I were went a lot so many closer. Times, I was like going bonkers. But this was back when you know you could count on you know Mickey. Being a normal dude in an outfit. Right, exactly. I can't count on that anymore. No, you cannot. And, but you might get a streaker at the Small World Ride. That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll be back, guys. Thanks for joining us. Our number, 434-248-0704, is our text number. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776. When you wish upon a star makes no difference who you are when you wish upon a star your dream comes true the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb Call Jenna toll-free, 866-916-3776. Wait a minute. Call the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. That was when I was without you. Oh. That was just called Janet. Well, get rid of that. I got to get rid of that button. Delete gotta, that button. I need to doink, doink that. That ain't happening anymore. Hey, today is National French Toast Day. Is it? Yeah, saluting the thick, sweet, savory dish that is not just for breakfast anymore. It's it? bread dipped in eggs and milk and cooked in butter. Yes, I love the butter part. French toast isn't even French. Did you realize that? It was made popular in the 17th Not century by England, but can be traced all the way back to the Roman Empire. Roman toast just didn't sound that fancy. Yeah, probably not. I did have an omelet for supper last night, but I don't I don't ever get I don't ever get French toast. Like See, when we go I like out, the thick French toast. You know, yeah. like it. We need to go like the Waffle House one day after the show and just like... <laughs> we used to do that sometimes. I know. It's been a while. It has been a while. But it is National French Toast Day. If you like French toast and, you know, hmm. it's tied all the way back to the Roman Empire. Well, there you That's go. What, so if French fries were tied to the Roman Empire, that would be... Did they even eat potatoes? It all goes back to either Rome or China. I mean, <laughs> everything is like, oh, oh. Italians didn't make pasta. Chinese people did. <laughs> wow, we need to get that on the No one on the cares. <laughs> just, just zip it. No one, yeah, somebody texted in, um, said kind of like Robert De Niro 
who right. got mad because he got censored during an award ceremony <laughs> right. about his anti-Trump rant. Yeah, he had to get his Trump I'm sorry, in. no one cares about your opinions. Just because you have millions doesn't mean you have any sense. You right. get paid to act as someone else. Here's a guy who took a baseball bat to somebody's, you know, hood or roof one time. I feel like, I've always felt like De Niro was kind of a hack. Yeah. Like he kind of rode in on the coattails of the whole Pacino, right. you know, Brando kind of, mm-hmm. like he wanted to be in that and they needed some more people in that, in that genre. Right. So let's just kind of throw him in. But mm. I just, I'm, I've never particularly cared for him. Right. And I know the whole Raging Bull was that right, De, well, right. That De Niro. Raging Bull. I never really saw the film. That was like I saw clips. That's what they always refer to, right? With sure. him, but he's just not a very likable person, I, 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 and no one cares. I like him in you De know meet, meet the Fockers, and and that's about it. I know, but that's hardly Academy Award winning. No, stuff, no, it's not for it, sure. Not. And he acts like he is just like Hollywood royalty, legend, or and he's yeah. not. So, uh, you know, whatever. He's probably just making him more popular than ever. Uh, Trump, that is. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has given an, an update on his health. Of course, his health hasn't been great for no. a while now. Is He's it got back Parkinson's. Too, well, Parkinson's. Okay, yes, Parkinson's so that's disease, and that's, sure. that's everything. Yeah. Um, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's 20 years ago, mm-hmm. and he's had a lot of, of different medical problems uh, since then. He did an interview with Rolling Stone, and he admitted that he's getting, uh, he used the P word, but ticked off, reading the papers, saying mm-hmm. things like, Ozzy is fighting his last battle. Um, he sung his last paranoid um, he said, I don't even think about Parkinson's that much. Mm. Uh, at that point in the conversation, he held his arms out, and the reporter noted that he showed very little signs of tremors mm-hmm. uh, that are common. Um, he says he is keenly aware that the majority of his life is behind him at this point. Um, I said to Sharon that I had smoked a joint recently, and she said, what are you doing that for? That'll effing kill you. And he goes, how long do you want me to effing live for? <laughs> At best, I've got 10 years left. <laughs> How old is he now? 70-something, um, maybe? Yeah, something like that. I mean... 74. 74, okay. Yeah. Gosh, if he makes it to 84, I better make mm, it to I 75. <laughs> I better make it to 75. Right. Dang. He said, uh, when you're older, time picks up speed. And I guess... Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, I guess it does feel that way a little bit. I've got a, a part of an interview that I want to play mm-hmm. from Sylvester Stallone. And he talks about that. I thought he articulated it so well. Yeah. Um, because I think that is true. He did talk about an operation he had done on his spine to correct injuries suffered from a 2019 fall. Uh, okay. Yeah, that happened yeah, that, in 2019. Gotcha. And and it really, I think it did knock him out. Didn't he get COVID after that? I think and, so, yeah. Um, the second surgery went drastically wrong, left me crippled. Mm. Uh, they found a tumor on his vertebra. Right, and so he's been dealing with the with a lot of that. Uh, you know, I I wasn't. He, he a, says if he can perform again, he will. Yeah, I mean, I have to tip my hat to the guy. I don't. I wasn't a big Black Sabbath fan. I just wasn't into that kind of rock and roll. No, but he's an entertainer. But, but he is an entertainer, and he is. You know, I mean, when you open your whole family up to a reality kind of based show oh, yeah. and all that mess, and and you know, I think some of it was just for the cameras, and some of it wasn't. But, um, you know, 
Who who would have thought we would be talking about him and his wife? Yeah. This long, in, and they've in, been together in, a long time. Age, you know the to the age that they're at. So and of course Sharon, I I tip my hat twice to her because of the crap she had to deal with when she got supposedly canceled, mm-hmm. and she basically used the f word there to pretty much everybody that wanted to cancel her. Right. You know so. how? When do you think it, it's just? Do you think he should go back out, or do you think people want to remember him the way he was? Well, can we go back to uh, yesterday's show? <laughs> well, and and I found when, out when is, Janet told me during the break. Guess who's on your side on Granny Pant Gate or whatever they're calling it? Hashtag Team Granny Panty. We did with, that yesterday with, with Dolly. Dolly in her shorts. You and, and Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi's on the on, same on team. Your team. Well, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> well. But I I think um, you know maybe maybe to. To go out and say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to end this on my terms. We're going to do one more concert, you know. But and, I will and, say, the last concert that Genesis did, mm-hmm. Phil Collins, his health oh, is gosh, so bad. It was so it, heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. It was seeing him in a, basically in a wheelchair, right. with a cane, and leaned he's over 74. And st- right. When Ozzy Osbourne's in better shape right, than, than Phil Collins, is. holy cow! Something happened. How did that happen? I, I don't. That's a great question. I mean, you know. He was very active. He's a great, amazing drummer. Oh yeah. You know when you get to drum for Paul McCartney later in life, I mean you you're a drummer, right? <laughs> and um, but I mean his health has been bad. It's just a, for it's, a while. It's like he had gotten something like Parkinson's or something. Um, but I love his music. I, I I really, if if I had to identify with Genesis and and then his solo career, he's 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 in my top ten. I think. Yeah. Artists. My wife asked me to make a really difficult decision the other day, other than, you know, are we going to keep the tree or give it to mom, which apparently we're going to dress yes, it all are. up and then we're passing because it on. Because that's the right thing to do. Because it's their tree to begin with. Exactly. But anyway, she asked me, okay, um, just a simple choice, Beatles or the Eagles? And I said, what? What, what, are, you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you mm-hmm. asking me? It's like asking me, you know... <laughs> Do I want to give up my firstborn, like Isaac or something? Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, I, I, um, I had to say the Beatles because, and I, and I blame my brothers. And what were your choices again? The Beatles and the Eagles. Oh. And I said, I, I have Oof. to choose the Beatles because of the tie the Beatles bring my brothers like in. if you could only listen to one right yeah it's my favorite give up the eagles um, the eagles because here's the thing i told her i said look you know what my cleanup music is now after an event i have like a little playlist and it's not like what i get to play during the weddings i usually play the five cuts off of abbey road they're all tied together uh, and it, and and it ends with and in the end um i play that because i want to think about my brothers or I play the Eagles, and I've got a playlist of yeah, Eagles songs Eagles. from Hotel California, Peaceful, Easy Feeling, and then I have, you know, um, anyways, I got a couple Joe Walsh songs in there. Mm-hmm. Those are like my cleanup songs, because those are great songs, Yeah. but I, I, I had to lean more into the Beatles. Mm. Yeah. So, and I love the Eagles, don't get me wrong. I just, Let me tell I you, just, you just wonder, when is when it, Glenn when is it too far? You know, when do, when do you need to like... Well. Call it the Eagles call it a day. are kind of on their 
long, what do they call it, the long journey home or something, mm-hmm. their fail, fair, farewell tour, and they've got, you know, I know he's not one of your favorite country artists, but you got Vince Gill filling in for oh, Glenn, yeah. Glenn Fry, And and he does a good job. And he did, he does. In. And I, I mean, think he was probably, I mean, he right. did all yeah, that Yeah, he, he was the right era. choice to help. He's got that down. Help them get their final tour in but you know i'd love just to don't let him steal your songs that's all i'm right, saying right, right just just well keep your, keep where, your eye open for him because that, that'll happen you know that, that's where okay. vince has a problem yeah a little bit <laughs> bonk bonk but uh anyway but to, to finish talking about collins yeah. Bill collins yeah yeah uh apparently his health issues mm-hmm. came from a series of falls it oh wow fractures. i did not know that okay and then he did back surgery in 2015, and that left nerve damage. And then he fell uh, in 2017, and now he has to have a cane always. Wow! Can't play the drums anymore. Right? It's just can't even hold drumsticks. I yeah. mean, said he'd love to be playing with his son, but sure, you know, but he's just not able able to do that. Interesting. Uh, Mark, what about the Beatles versus the Stones? Well, I would pick the, the Beatles. Beatles, hands down. <laughs> Hands down, sorry. How about I, it, you, Doctor Harb? <laughs> I, it's not that I don't like the Stones. I'm just not a huge fan of the Stones. They're, they had a couple really. I mean, they had a lot of great hits, yeah. but only a few that I. I mean, Angie is like one of my favorite Stone songs. Goes to show you where I'm going. Hopefully, we're going to be talking to Doctor Harb after this next break. Okay. Um, hospitals visits are climbing in major cities as respiratory illnesses are rising across the globe yeah so it's kind of a concerning trend we're going to talk to dr harb hopefully about that next half hour i think there's supposedly a resurgence of covid too from what i've heard well uh, variations of it yeah, yeah for sure so 731 cbs news brief is next thanks for being here on this groovy tuesday And currently, we have uh, 29 degrees in Appomattox. We have 30 in Amherst, 32 in Salem and Roanoke, 29 in Danville, 31 in Bedford, and 30 in Lynchburg. Angels of Assisi. Those are amazing people. That is another organization if you want to give on this Giving Tuesday. They're hosting a mega adoption event on December 10th at the Berglund Center. So check it out. December 10th, Berglund Center. If you're thinking about a pet for Christmas, get them a little early. That way, maybe he or she will be a little bit broken by Christmas morning. <laughs> Angels of Assisi, again, their mega adoption event, December 10th at the Berglund Center. Love so it. So there you go. All right. That's my short story. That is your short story. <laughs> All right. If you uh, think you're missing some money, Danville and the Virginia Treasury is hosting an unclaimed property event. It's going to be held uh, Thursday and Friday of this week. The uh, Danville's Treasurer's Office and the Virginia Department of Treasury is doing a uh, unclaimed property virtual call event. And it's uh, meant to assist citizens who might be owed funds that they aren't aware of. Uh, since 2019, this event has helped uh, citizens find over $796,000 in unclaimed funds. Wow. Uh, there is a link that we have put up on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, The Morning Jam. And there's also a number you can call on Thursday and Friday. And you can have the staff check your name for missing money. Uh, 833-302-0704. Okay. I, I got up with my brother. He, he uh, 
thinks the site, because we talked about this in the first hour, unclaimed.org is maybe the site he gave me a while back because we were able to recover like $350. So This one is specific to... Yeah, um, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good deal. 866-916-3776. That's the phone number. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Janet. Hey, Hi. Bob. Hey, uh, just uh, quick up here. Uh, <clears throat> you've got some road work being done there on Oddfellows Road, uh, south of the uh, uh, DMV there. Okay. Before you get out to 460. I, I just came through it. It's, yeah. I got a little traffic light set up. Looks like there might be a water main or something gone. There's a lot of oh, water, boy. and they're, they're digging up the road right there. So. Oh, okay. Just give everybody heads up because you will be delayed, but not very long, maybe five minutes. Okay. That's not too bad. Right. So, hey, appreciate it, man. You're our eyes and ears on the streets. Well, that's what I appreciate yeah. <laughs> as myself as a driver. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, sir. Y'all have a great day. Hey, you, you too. too. Be safe out there. You know, Trey had a, a something for us when he came in yesterday. He said, you don't want to go on 221 oh, yeah. right now. That's right. Well, I ended up staying here. A little bit later and and putting a few more decorations on the wall mm-hmm. uh soundproofing and so by the time i left it was a good you know hour and a half or so after you had left so i saw where they were replacing the telephone pole right there in front of um, the old ailers george uh george's yeah yeah and so um it was uh, yeah it must have been a pretty nasty accident to replace the telephone pole so uh yeah i would think so you're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey guys, yeah, I, I meant to tell you all about that too. Uh, uh, my compadre uh, trucker Bob told just about the odd fellows. A little bit of a wait, but uh, you know, well, I know that was my. Some of you guys get get your fuel on that particular exit because you got that independent. Well, independent uh, we have to pump go right pick there. up our trailers over that way over that way so that's why hey, let me okay. let me ask you this i don't know if you heard us talking about this yesterday but we've had some folks call in about it too uh about people uh, driving around without their lights on are y'all seeing that out on the road at all i am i am seeing it all the time what is I going not, on i do not understand it i just bought a a new honda civic that has the auto automatic lights from a white all right uh, yeah, Biden, uh, you know, that car was about 16000 in 2017. That's 25000 So, yeah, Biden, it yeah, but, is inflation. But we just had so, the fourth anyway. cheapest Thanksgiving. Yeah, he said so, we had the fourth you know, cheapest Thanksgiving on record. Right. You got that going for you. Right. Yeah, that, yeah that's, uh, but, but, yeah, he's a nice man. He never lies. <laughs> you know, he's, we need to vote for him over Trump because he never lies and he, and as my that's my Unlike uh, Robert De Niro, he Parker. probably thinks he's a great truth teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bruce Springsteen is moving to the uh, Australia if Trump gets in. Again. Yeah, yeah. Along well, with Cher. Yeah, he's on that same plane yeah. Barbara Streisand's on. Yeah. How can we miss yeah, y'all I, if you I, won't go away? That's my question. <laughs> I appreciate my uh, buddy Trucker Bob with the uh, road reports, my fellow Trumper. There, there and, you go. Uh, there so you go. Anyway, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the price of the automated the headlight thing is I don't get, and I also don't get all the people walking down the road and black. Oh, I know. Um, well, it's like that's a these, death wish. These are just common sense issues, but I mean the. I think this whole headlight thing on. is intentional. 
though. Yeah. It, it is because but we can't. I almost ran over a car about six months ago. I did I yesterday. Yeah. Hey, I had it yeah. happen yesterday. And, uh, I don't understand it at all, Janet. I really do not. And uh, it's. I mean, that's never happened. I've been driving since 1983, and I don't remember that ever happening back then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I appreciate the call. We've got another call, Yeah, thanks for calling. I think this is uh, Dr. Harb here. I don't know know what that's about, but it's just ridiculous. Right. So, uh, D.C. area hospitals and, and hospitals really around the country are reporting an uptick in sick visits, and they're saying that there is a global concern over respiratory illnesses and that that's growing we got dr harb on if the this line isn't dr harb on the line i hope you know uh, what you're about talking respiratory. about i hope you stayed at a holiday and express last night you're on the morning jam good morning <laughs> good morning how you guys doing, <laughs> We're doing oh it fun. is dr harb way we win that, that's right so well, i don't know i might I think I might have to choose the Stones versus the Beatles. Oh, oh boy. Okay, well, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> hey, and lucky <laughs> you, they're on tour yeah, in 2024. Yeah, yeah. AARP yeah, is sponsoring them, yeah. Yeah, Mick is still rocking. Mick is still rocking. You got to give him kudos. Who would have sure. ever thought that he would be oh the God. last one standing? I don't know. Unbelievable. Is he 80 yet? Is he he's close to 80, isn't he? I think he is. He's yeah. got to be. Yeah. I would think. I will look yeah. that up while Janet inquires. All right. So yeah, I wanted to talk so. to you about these new reports that are coming out. They're saying hospitals, emergency rooms, urgent care locations uh, are seeing upticks in, in sick visits, especially when it comes to respiratory. And some of people are calling it mystery re- respiratory illnesses predominantly impacting children. What do we know about this? Um. You know, the, uh, the res- respiratory illness that would be, the primary respiratory illnesses that would be affecting kids would be uh, either the flu or RSV virus. And, um, you know, from what I've seen lately in the last few weeks, you know, I have not seen that occurring. I've not seen an increase in the flu or RSV viruses. Okay. However, we have, seen, we have seen an increase in COVID cases here in the last couple of weeks, you know, mm-hmm. so that's. That's the thing we're seeing an increase in lately is COVID cases. In, in, uh, in, our, in our office here, Wigginton Road, we're, uh, we've definitely seen a, a significant uptick in COVID cases in the last uh, few weeks. But we really have seen little or no flu and really little or no RSV. We've seen a couple of cases of RSV in older, in older people. And, you know, older, older adults can get that. But that's mostly a disease of uh, young children, really usually less than three years old. Right. So the only yeah. So the only thing that I'm really seeing here is the increase in COVID, and not not a really significant amount of flu or RSV. Of course, you see that you know you see the other the common cold. You still see that, and you see a lot of. There's been a lot of sinus, a lot of a lot of cases of um, allergies and sinus infections lately, um, and that may be due to the fact that we had the you know the big um, increase in smoke from the fires. Okay. Uh, you know, around, around the mountains here in Lynchburg in the last couple of weeks. So that's certainly here. But, of course, that's just locally, not nationally or, or in the world. Right. You know, as, as far as that situation in China, I've tried to look into what I could find out. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't seem to be clear what they're talking about. There's not enough information to, to say specifically what that is. So um, we may learn a little bit about that later. But so, right around here, it seems to, be, seems to be COVID increasing from what I'm Let seeing. me ask you this. Um, mm-hmm. If 
people start showing symptoms, when do they uh-huh. when do they need to to take it to the next step to go to a walk in or to go see their see their doctor? Um, I mean, is it when there's a fever present or what what should be the thing that makes them go okay now i need to go because for a long time it's like well it's just a virus we're not going to give you anything anyway right right and that's that's the interesting thing about covid right nowadays the the covid uh that we're seeing nowadays is kind of a really a fairly mild to moderate upper respiratory sort of sinus and sore throat type illness Mm -hmm. so you know should you should you really go to the doctor about that should you get a covid test i mean if you're young and healthy and you just have a little upper respiratory symptoms, I don't think you need to go to the doctor. Right. If you're older and you have, if you're older and you have uh, chronic diseases like uh, emphysema or heart disease, that kind of thing, and, and, you, and you're starting to spike a fever or getting a little short of breath or having significant wheezing or, or coughing that's, that's really, really bothersome, then you should go seek medical attention, go to the, the doctors and, and uh, check that out. Okay. So I think mainly, as you kind of said, like fever... Certainly shortness of breath. If you get short of breath and you feel short of breath, that's, that's a real, real red flag. And people who have, for example, COPD or emphysema, if they um, get sick, you know, they'll, they'll decompensate quickly because they just don't have the reserve that healthier people have. So they need to be quick about going to get medical attention because they could really get sick and, and be in serious trouble. Is there, is there, so, I'm just curious here, is there any, because yeah. our, our lungs are a, I mean, they have muscles within our lungs. Is there any sure. like exercise yep. we can do just, you know, just some different kind of breathing that would help, help us build up some of that reserve that you're talking about? Well, the, the most important thing to do regarding that that builds that reserve is, da- is daily exercise in terms okay. of walking. So mm-hmm. really people should get out there if you're able to, and you can do it safely. You really should get out there and walk 20, 15, 20, 30 minutes a day every day, and that will build up your lung capacity. Okay. And, uh, and will help in, improve and strengthen those respiratory muscles like the diaphragm and so forth. Right. I mean, and so forth. And well, also in, in conjunction with that, of course, it will strengthen your cardiovascular system. Right. So, what you know, are your thoughts again, you know, on investing yeah, in ahead. an oxygen monitor to have? That's a, that's a great idea, Janet. Um, they're so cheap now. You can go to Walmart, Target, get a yeah, you get a pulse oximeter. We call it a pulse oximeter or an oxygen monitor, and um, they're just fantastic. And your oxygen level should be about ninety four percent or higher in a in a healthy person. Mm-hmm. So you know that's a great thing to have if you have a history of asthma or COPD, or heart disease, and uh, you have that at home, and you get you get a little short of breath, and you check that, and if it's, say, if it's, say if it's below 94, if it's, you know, down around 91 or 92, or God forbid, you know, 89 or 88 right. or lower, then that's a real red flag there. And um, the um, 88 is kind of the, 88% O2 is um, where you can actually um, qualify to get home oxygen. So people who have illnesses, mm-hmm. if they get if they have an 88% pulse ox similar to reading of that 88 or low they qualify for home oxygen but really a person like you know like the three of us we should not be below 94 okay and if you're below 94 that's a red flag okay yeah it's really not a very expensive tool to have in the old arsenal no. there yeah. so yeah i think they're like 10 15 20 dollars now oh. so it's a really good tool yeah, i should have yeah, got one after you yeah, know, having heart, heart surgery you know if, I'll, yeah. I'll be 12 years out here uh, come February. Right. So, 
Yeah, All right. I think right. everybody should probably have one. Thank you so much for, for calling in. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you're very welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Dr. Harvey. Maybe Harbor. if you're I, really good, uh, Santa will put one in your stocking. Well, that's what I'm thinking. My yeah. mother-in-law was looking. I We found a second pair of slippers, so I don't need slippers now. Oh. And this sounds like they're as cheap as slippers, maybe cheaper. Well, I mean, they were. I'm assuming they still are. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it would be a really good idea for people to have that going into cold and flu season for sure. Absolutely. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. And don't forget, Throwback Thursdays, they have some really great deals. We'll tell you more about those. That's standing by. Mm. Today's recipe is a one-skillet dish, perfect for the middle of the week, and it is just Irish peasant comfort food at its best. It's an Irish cheddar and cabbage hash brown skillet. No way. It's so good. It comes together quickly, and it's just delicious. Preheat your oven to 375, and then in a large cast iron skillet, preferably, you're going to heat up uh, a little bit of butter until it's melted, and then you're going to add in uh, onion and saute that until that starts to soften. Then you're going to add in 10 ounces of shredded green cabbage, and I love FNL because they have like the small heads on up to the big heads. Mm-hmm. So if there's just a couple of you, you don't yeah. have to have that much cabbage. They always seem to have uh, those smaller sizes, which is great. So you're going to combine the cabbage and the onions together, season it with salt, cook it about five to six minutes, and until uh, the cabbage is starting to turn lightly golden in spots. Then you're going to stir in your garlic, remove that from the heat, and let it cool slightly. Then you're going to add in your frozen hash browns, or I just you know, shred up some potatoes because that's what I do. Okay. Uh, then you're going to add your Irish cheddar on there and mix it well and then smooth the top. Bake it in a preheated oven for about 30 to 35 minutes until the top begins to turn golden brown. And then top it with a little bit of extra cheese. Let that get bubbly and beautiful and then top it with some green onion. It really is a delicious one dish. Uh, Irish cheddar and cabbage hash brown skillet. For some reason, I was just in the mood for something like that today. Yeah. Maybe you will be too. Check it out on Facebook. Type in Janice Five and Dime, brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Oh, I just got a message from old St. Nick Way up in Christmas land And he says that the toys for good girls and boys Are being made as planned There's a truck for little Billy And a dolly for Molly dear But you ain't getting diddly squat Cause you're really messed up this year All white with snow And the lights are shining bright And we little heads Tucked up in bed Dream of sugar plums this night You might dream of big red apples And those candy canes so near But you ain't getting diddly squat Cause you're really messed up this year But 
absolute classic. Rose sent me that this morning. She goes, my favorite new Christmas song. It's my song. favorite new Christmas song. I love her. And what's her name again? Oh, gosh. She's, uh, she's kind of new. Tisha Layton, I think. Yeah. Tasha Layton. Tasha Layton. Yeah, Tasha Layton. Apparently, several people have done this song. I just think it's a lot of Diddly fun. Diddly squat. I mean, it's no, you know, all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> so, did you ever think about how much Mariah Carey makes from that song? I mean, the numbers are it's staggering. Unbelievable. Yeah. You and I could live a lifetime on what she gets paid one year. For sure. All I Want for Christmas earned Carrie $60 million in royalties since its 94 release. Jeez. So about $2.5 million a year. And this is the song she didn't want to sing, right? Isn't that part she of She wrote the, it. Oh, she wrote this yeah. one? Yeah. Well, there was one Which song. Which is why that, the royalties were that, so that, high. Okay. That Clyde, some, Clyde Davis wanted her to sing a certain song, and she didn't want to sing it. And it's also one of those songs that. I'm pretty sure she, I'm pretty sure she wrote that one. Yeah. I need to make sure I have that. Right, but but I think that's right. It's it's funny to find the backstory of some of these songs. But that's two point six million a year. a year. That check shows up. You know, I mean, holy cow! I, hit I mean, number one on Billboard's Hot 100 during the 2020-22 holiday season. Last year, it stayed at number one for four consecutive weeks. The only other holiday song that has ever compared. You want to? You have a guess? Um, the Chipmunk song in 1968. <laughs> That's great. You're in good company there, Mariah. I take Mariah. the Chipmunks check, you know, for sure. Okay. And by the way, Mick Jagger is 80. We, we okay. were talking about it earlier. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Chipmunks, I didn't realize that they were right up there, you know. Right up there with boom, Mariah. Yeah, people love those high voices. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Apparently. Like the Chipmunks have. So apparently she did lose Queen of Christmas title last year. Do you remember that? That was all who, very controversial. Who, who beat her? I don't remember because I don't care. But <laughs> <laughs> man, once you left Q, your your Christmas song look. You Q got, ruined Christmas music for me. Right, ruined it. Right, right. Frosty especially. I do need to send Diddly Squat to to, to, um, to Dick Daniels. Dick Daniels, yeah. Yeah, let's shake it up a little bit. Oh, put some Diddly Squat in there because I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love that. Yeah, Dick Daniels made a pass at my wife once. You mentioned that every an, time in an event that uh-huh. we were at. Yeah, he's a flirt. He's a perpetual flirt. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I think there All was right. some heavy drinking. Uh, it was written. It, the song was written by uh, Carrie. Was it? by okay. Mariah Carey and uh, Walter Afrasson. Yeah, well, he's making a big check, too. Yeah. I don't know if he's making that much, but he's making a lot. Well, true. And apparently it increases if she makes, like, if she does TV specials. Oh, it goes up. Or parade stuff or whatever. See, my wife said, I don't think Mariah was in the uh, Macy's. What was up with that? Uh, Well, maybe. I mean. She also has a tendency to choke in situations like that. Like, unless she's got her peeps around her and it's just the way it always is. That's someone who will not be performing a halftime show at 77 i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm just putting it out there yeah well you know Cher uh performed i guess on the macy's but it said the next day there was cameras you know c- trying to catch her she could barely walk 
when she came out of the building. She's 77 as well. Yeah. Same age as Dolly. Look, time marches on for all of us. Good Lord. If I had to wear those shoes, I would like, I'd look like a newborn calf. (laughs) 